Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. When this timer hits 9 minutes and 55 seconds in this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin immediately implementing. The podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, or life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on the journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. Michael Jordan was in like basically a midlife crisis. He had conquered everything he could conquer in his sport of basketball, but his true love was actually playing baseball back in the day. And so he retired from basketball because he did it all and made an attempt at baseball and made an attempt at the lower levels of the minor leagues, actually trying to make a big league team and made a team. Because he's Michael Jordan, making a team was more of a finality, just basically finding a team to put him someplace and doing the things that need to be done to basically have him some comfort, upgrading a lot of stuff and putting a lot of money into that team to keep him going. However, the team brought in some money because Michael Jordan, being Michael Jordan, was suspectable whether he was a good baseball player or not, turned out at least at his advanced age at the time, and not having the skills and the practice from many years of still playing baseball, wasn't that great of a baseball player. Let's look at Tim Tebow as well. Tim Tebow made a really big deal, and a lot of people, because the world of sports is really about talking heads, complaining all the time, had a chance to shoot lots of daggers towards Mr. Tebow, who, of course, yes, by all practical purposes, failed in the NFL to become a top-tier quarterback because people said he was a great college player but not a top-tier pro quarterback. And went back to playing baseball, just kind of doing something because he was also a pretty good baseball player in college as well. He also made a team and he also became the highest selling jersey for the Mets, oddly enough, even though he was on a minor league team. And he brought a lot of people in to watch Mets minor league baseball and people talking about the sport because he was Tim Tebow and he was a great football player trying to play baseball. Same thing applies. Why was this football player playing baseball? Why was that basketball player playing baseball? How come those guys, because they were famous, making it more or less just a matter of finding a place to put them, making a team when somebody on the back end of that team missed a roster cut because they took their spot? Well, this is one of my sadder and crueler lessons, but here's how this comes to affect you. If you want to be the top of something, you want to make a team of elites, you want to be a part of something that's you have to actually be a part of that means somebody's not going to make that spot. Someone has to lose for you to win. And there are cases where in some cases you have to beat someone out for something and they actually lose something for you to win. You're going to have to win so that they don't lose or they are going to have to basically lose so that you can't get the win. It's, it's pretty simple. If a roster spot is only so many people deep and you want to make the team, you've got to beat enough people to hit that bottom roster spot. You don't have to be the best, but you have to be the best of the worst, which is just bad enough or good enough to hit that team. If you're an awesome player, then you have no reason to fear. None of those players who are actually working towards actual time playing in the majors had anything to worry about about Tim Tebow. He was one guy of the few positions out there, and anybody on the top tier of the roster had no reason to worry about Tebow except for competing for their spot specifically on the roster. Anybody at the bottom end of the roster who was barely still in the game and holding on for dear life needed to worry about everybody out there, including a couple other guys who were not quite as good as them, finding some way to outshine them on that day to knock them out of that spot and be lucky enough to make that roster and then be the ones back bagging groceries and working at car parts stores. Michael Jordan and Tim Tebow had a great advantage. They were already famous. 
They were stars in other sports. They were spectacles that were worth seeing. Could that basketball player actually play some baseball? Can that baseball player convert himself from a great college player to a great pro player after taking a break trying to play professional football? Were they good enough to actually stay on the court or in this case, stay on the diamond uh, beyond what their actual lifespan should have been. We got a chance to see Tim Tebow officially retired from baseball this year, uh, playing minor league baseball and playing to some fairly level of success, but never going to make it towards taking up a spot for somebody on the major league stage. And of course, Michael Jordan proved to be not so great at baseball. In fact, not so great enough at baseball to go back to basketball and win three more championships and then retire and try to come back and play basketball again. His unretirement from basketball the second time to play basketball, not quite as successful, but the same basic standard applied. Michael Jordan, being Michael Jordan, was a spectacle to see. Was he good enough to play with the Wizards, a team that wasn't necessarily built around him, a team that wasn't necessarily his forte and wasn't one he more or less controlled from the get-go, and keep playing those ways, especially at his advanced age. That proved out not to work out so well, but people paid money to see Michael Jordan in a new uniform and play some more. That person at the back end of that roster in basketball, 12 spots, didn't have a chance. But everybody from 11 up, their chance was still the same because they just had to beat the guy at number 12 because Michael Jordan was taking that spot, essentially. If you want to be at the top, you've got to play to be at the top. You've got to take the guy at the top out. You've got to have the bloodthirstiness to understand that this is a competition. This is not a for fun thing. People don't get called the highest rated whatever by just showing up. They have to outrate everyone else doing the same job. So while you can take a group of 25 people of the same caliber of talent and just sort of disperse them evenly and hopefully get the best thing, at some point in time, you're going to rate who's better and who's not as better. And you figure out pretty quickly who it is. And the person who rates as the best of the group will always get a little bit more extra from their offerings. We'll always get a chance to get more in there. They can demand higher rates. They can get better riders, things going forward. And that's how life is. If you're trying to make a team, if it's something as small as the basketball team in at a high school, you've got to beat out all the people not good enough to make the team. You don't have to beat out necessarily the best person unless you're trying to be the star. To make the team, you've got to beat out the worst people. I was able to make a basketball team in high school after transferring from one school to another by essentially figuring out how many jerseys they had to offer up and being better than everybody else who was not good enough so that I was high enough to get a jersey. When all said and done the year that I made the team, I was down to being the next to last person to make the cut because me and that person below me were good enough and there were enough jerseys for us. If there weren't enough jerseys, then we wouldn't have made the team. Pretty simple. And I can live with that because I was not very good at basketball. What I was, was good enough at numbers to realize that I only had to make so much effort to make a spot. I didn't have to outdazzle, outrazzle anybody to make any special plays to say I was going to dominate this team. I just needed to make a spot to sit on the bench, which is what I did. That's how it worked out. You have to take that same mentality, although with a bit more cutthroatness than I had in high school. My big thing was I made the team. I got the jersey. There's my badge. And at that point, it didn't really matter. I knew I was was not going to get any better in the sport. So making the team was the pinnacle of what I had to do. If you want to advance and be better at other things, you've got to outshoot, outshine, outmuscle, outpush, outwork other people. In broadcasting, 
my talent level is not quite as good as the people at the top level of stars. And so I realized I'm not going to be a top level star. Unfortunately, the bottom rungs, the business of broadcasting and podcasting itself, as it gets more and more popular, more and more crowded, there are less spaces at the bottom. There's plenty of room at the top because everybody shifts down. But there's less space at the bottom to squeeze yourself in. So in that case, I have been willing to work extra hard, do extra things, be on extra hours, take in really junk assignments so that I can prove myself to be good enough to stick my way into that roster. And when I make that roster, my goal is to move even higher up in the roster. That's how I work in my broadcasting life. That's how I work in my day life as well as I work to improve the level of appearances I have for what I work in my logistics and my planning and my IT work. And so I can show that I am on caliber with other higher level talents so that at some point I can ask for raises or ask for advancement in different places because I've proven it. But that's because those are things I want to do. I want to grow. I want to show. I want to keep being a bigger, better person, especially in broadcasting, because that is in my blood, my heart. So for those things, I'm willing to do a little bit more and peg out a couple guys at the lower end to get into the team and make my way in and show myself. As I get better, if time allots, I'd like to be at the top. We'll see if I can get there. But I want to make that elite squad. So I do that. And I realize I have to take someone's spot who is already set there. I have the mindset that that needs to be done. For you, if you want to be a politician, if you want to be a performer, you just want to you know, be a part of the gang. There may only be limited spots in that organization. So you've got to know that you have to take one of those spots. And you need to know what needs to be done to take one of those spots. And like I said, you don't have to take out the top guy because that doesn't make, necessarily give you a spot. You need to be strategic, but you do need to make sure you're checking out the folks near the bottom edge to get yourself on the team first and then work your way up to see how well you can go towards the top. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Thank you for being a part of the relaunch. I'm not sure how many relaunches we've done this thing. I'm not even going to try to figure out. Thank you for just being here. Whether you found us all of a sudden alive again in your feed or if because the feeds are alive and be more more publicized and being more promoted out there in the various uh, aspects and the various um, platforms we're on. Thank you so much for joining in with us. This is a podcast that's about literally 10 years old, but we've had some various and sometimes very long hiatuses in getting out a 10 minute life lesson or 10 minute life coaching back in the old name of the game. And so thank you so much for sticking with us. As promised, the lesson is over at the 10 minute mark. We're going to do just a little bit of the back end salesy stuff. And so we can be folksy for a second. So that's how we do this. So if you want to support this podcast or other podcasts and media along with the Your Better You brand, you can simply go to buymeacoffee.com slash J. Cleveland Payne. Yes, right off the bat, we are doing the sales pitch. We need your help. We need help to make sure we maintain these things. Uh, so one thing I've learned from working through podcasting and media throughout the pandemic is that a lot of things were kept afloat, kept alive by people because of the love of the customers, love of the fans, keep things going. And it's not a shameful thing to do. NPR has done this because that's their mission. So we can do it as well. So if what you're getting from this podcast here, maybe from the Steps You're Better You podcast, maybe from the YouTube things we're doing right now, if you believe what is behind Your Better You, and once we get the website fixed, we'll send you there for it specifically. If you believe it's all good. Uh, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Payne and help us rebuild what we were doing and get things going. As I said, sister podcast called Steps You're Better You. 
That one gives you a lesson in 90 seconds and does not have the fluffy stuff here as well. So you get the quick lesson. You can take it and, and put it to heart. Search for Steps You're a Better You as well alongside wherever you look for 10-minute life lesson. You can also, of course, just share the podcast with other folks. You don't have to give us a dime if you're helping us get the word out to other people. More people listening is just as well. So if you want to share those podcasts and make sure you yourself are subscribed, that would be an awesome thing to do. We thank you so much for doing that. Uh, And we're going to keep doing these things. There's no real plot or plan for these for a while until we get things back in some semblance of order. And then we have some sort of plot and plan. That's it. In the meantime, we're going to keep giving you great information that you can take and just put together what you instantly. And we're going to give it to you in 10 minutes and then be done with the lesson. Not quite the podcast, but the lesson here on the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast from yourbetteryou.info.